We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Ah, so podcast time. That's something we haven't done in two weeks, but we have been doing so much more, right? Yes, feels yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, it, it <laughs> does feel kind of weird. I mean, for the past, I don't know, 12 months, uh, yeah. the podcast recording has been sort of the most X-Wing of my mm-hmm. life. Uh, but now it's like a sideshow uh, compared <laughs> to all the other things that's happening. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I have started playing on a table again, and obviously there's this little thing called the XTC that's hawking up all my time. Yeah, the XTC certainly <clears throat> is taking up a lot of time, even if, like like you, Gisli, I don't actually play myself, but there's still a lot to do for a busy captain. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Even if, even if there's not a lot to do you can occupy the whole week in watching games oh yeah definitely just around the clock almost yeah like i was telling you guys uh, today i woke up i i I was working from home today and i had my other laptop set next to me as well as my work computer and i had streams going from eight o'clock till i i finished work there was something going on the whole time. And often there were maybe two other games. Like yeah. I was watching two games at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I had to mute one of the games so to <laughs> listen to the other. It, it's just bonkers. I, uh, but I mean, first world problems. It's awesome. It is absolutely oh, yeah. awesome. I mean, my, <laughs> my day today is, and that's probably the most extreme day, I should say, but it is like so while working i had a short break which allowed me to catch most of the first game we played uh and immediately following that i went i i was able to catch the start of the next game we played because they were back to back Mm -hmm. i then had to just just have that game on mute (laughs) for the for the for the final bits uh, no, actually, it was the first game. It was the first game I had to have on mute for the final bits <laughs> because of a meeting uh, that yeah. I was having in my couch while yeah. trying to watch our Rebels play. Um, <laughs> then the meeting ended and the second game started and I was able to catch the start of that. But then the, the third game was sort of overlapping and I was commenting on that. So I was commenting on the third game while sort of peeking looks at my TV over my shoulder to see if the second game was progressing well. And after those three games, I uh, quickly grabbed some dinner 
and then I went straight into practice with uh, with one of my players for for their game, and now I'm here podcasting. <laughs> so I've basically yeah. I'm closing in on ten hours where most of what I've been thinking about is X-wing. Uh, don't yeah. tell my employer. Um, <laughs> I mean, I did do work, uh, sorta. Yeah. In a way. <laughs> but yeah. Yes. I I I, uh, I had a peculiar thing yesterday, or well, the day before. I don't I don't remember. I was like, my phone, uh, my calendar notifications were going off. There's a game in a uh, ten minutes. And there's another game in 40 minutes. And I was looking like, I, I, I don't want to watch X-Wing now. <laughs> I felt saturated. <laughs> I've never felt saturated by X-Wing before. <laughs> I mean, we've come off a, a, a system open, playing God knows how many games over a weekend. Yeah. And, and you know, at Worlds and stuff like that. And when you come home after the flight, you're like instantly, I need, I need a game or two. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're still hyped. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm just, oh, there's a game. I have to I'll go say hello to my children or something. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> it's, it's weird. I actually think I've only, I've only watched in the past sort of week and a half, I've only watched one game. Which was what? not which was not my um, my own. Ah, people. your teammates. Yeah. yeah. So I watched ten Denmark games and I've commented on I don't know, seven of them. Nice. Uh, and uh, the only game I watched that wasn't uh, that wasn't ours was your game made. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Oh well, it was supposed to make you feel better. <laughs> No, yeah, uh, I, that's. I can't wait to uh, get to my our next matchup so I can get that game out of my system <laughs> because I know the exact exact uh, moment when I lost the game, and uh, I actually knew it when I put the stress on Ray. When you boosted. When I boosted. From that sloop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was fine after slooping. But yeah, then I was exactly. like, oh, no, I don't have range into Grievous. But, yeah. Uh, and I just like instantly, instinctively, I boosted in. And then when I put the stress on, ah, uh, second stress, and that's the position. Oh, yeah. I, I, I could just, you know, uh, see the uh, the beginning of an avalanche going down the hill. And yeah, I, I, was... I, I knew what I knew I had to play, change the play style with Poe. I knew I had to. Uh, go super aggressive with Ray, uh, because I didn't have an escape with route with Ray. That that oh. means she's dead in a couple of rounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had but to I... try to compensate with Poe, which led to Poe getting halved, and Ray I... dying, and and I didn't get what I wanted. I mean, let me tell you what I told Grizzly. You were sacrificed in the pairing stage, and you should talk to your captain about that. <laughs> oh yeah! No, no, no! Oh, no, absolutely! I know it was an up. I was, but I had a plan. I just had this one, one mistake. Yeah, the thing is, I, I, I had it registered in my books as a fifty-fifty game. Uh, not because of the lists, but because of it was a it flying the list. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for the uh, listeners, but, uh, but I, uh, for the listeners, but, this was uh, Ray Poe by it. Yeah. Into yeah. a full cis swarm, 
No, not, not a full. It was six, six, six ships. Yeah, it's Grievous, uh, three vultures, uh, and two uh, hyenas. Yeah. So the, we had the two uh, prox mines. bombs and yeah, yeah, yeah. prox mines, and then uh, discords. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely terrifying list. But I had been head simming it a lot, and I got some pointers from our resident droid player. And if I just would have not uh, played instinctively that second, I think I could have. Yeah, I, I screamed at my I screamed at my computer when you did that boost. I was like, "No, don't <laughs> do this!" <laughs> yeah, I did it in my head as well, <laughs> and I think it didn't exactly register the same way what I said out loud and what I said in my head, <laughs> because what I said out loud was okay. Ray has two stress, <laughs> and what I really wanted to do so, to, was like rip out my hair and say, "No." No, what? <laughs> and uh... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so who streamed this game? It was oh, it was Funwalk. Uh, so yeah, yeah Funwalk. It was Funwalk. Yeah. Anybody? Now we spoiled the ending. Uh, but uh, if you want to see, you know, Ed gets beaten over the head, uh, and imagine the point where you can scream together with Geesley, then uh -huh. uh, then go check and out myself. the stream. Yeah, and the sure. rest of Team Iceland. <laughs> okay, but uh, I think we have a ton of stuff to get through, yep. so let's get into the news. News, yes. And we have actual sort of news from yeah. the strange really? channel where AMG drops news. Yeah, the stream chat or personal messages. Yeah, messages. we have one of each. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, oh. starting with the stream chat, um, they were asked on stream. I don't know which stream because I apparently don't follow them enough. Uh, but they asked, were asked if next year will we see more format supported past the 206 or more mm -hmm. things like unconventional warfare? And they answered, we are definitely looking to diversify our organized play to include, include different points levels, scenarios, etc. In addition to the standard 206 everyone is accustomed yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, they have said this before, basically. Well, that not as clearly. No, but still, they they did it in the first stream that that they were. I mean, there would mm. be more store level things that might be different. Yeah, like yeah. You, you guys are boring. I mean, this is <laughs> this, this is at best. This is renews. Uh, this is renews, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's confirmation of previous news that it's still yeah. the case, right? Uh, I mean, by very silly channels. Yeah, but but it's Re also, I mean, they are not specifically that they are not stating the caveat that that they used to say, which is, uh, but we are going to try all these things out at the store level first. Mm -hmm. No, but no, they okay. probably still are, but I mean, I really look forward to seeing what they are. Yeah, I mean, but I still, think, or. Or yeah. organized play is not the same as a tournament, basically. True. Okay. In other things that may sound like renews, but for my opinion, really isn't, is they also replied, oh, I guess this is not personal message. This looks like Twitch also, actually. Yeah, it's, it's Twitch. Um, where they said, the devs are working on a point adjustment now but there's more mm -hmm. testing to do. 
we expect it in late summer, early fall. So what can we learn here? Uh, point number one, they are actually doing testing. Uh, that may sound obvious, but given that they're building out the whole organization from the ground up, and we mm -hmm. haven't really heard much from the uh, from the playtest program, then I think that is that is good news. But I would also claim that there's a distinct difference between late summer, early fall, and the previous statement, which was fall. Yeah, so maybe. So this sounds maybe more I'll... like September and less like November, December. Mm -hmm. um, is it December winter, though? Yeah, that's pretty much winter, man. Yeah, well, I mean... Late summer is like... Unless, unless you're like in... in... Australia or something. On isn't... a non-Arctic island. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, beginning of December is like, also because you aim for the late, if you aim for the late fall and then you drift into December, I mean, that's commonplace, I guess. Mm -hmm. Sure. But I think uh, we're probably going to see an XTC final at the end of August, I would predict, mm -hmm. with the existing points. But then they're probably yeah. going to change pretty soon after that, and we might actually get at least sort of the Galaxy's main event with new points is quite likely. Uh, maybe the last qualifiers for that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, no, there are no more news. I think unless it's XTC. Well, we can have some XTC news. Oh yeah. So um So who who who's gonna win each group? No, that's for later. <laughs> that's for later. You have to oh, stick okay. around for that, uh, viewers yeah, and viewers. Cool, cool. So I uh, just realized we don't have Steppy uh, monitoring the uh the Twitch chat. I is on it. Nice. Yeah, I'm monitoring it. <laughs> All right. Sorry, okay. ignore me. So uh so I was thinking that, I mean, we are not going to go over who beat each country because that's 38 countries. That's like 90. Yeah, exactly. No, it will take too long. So yeah. and it's times two because we are every other week. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's just, you know, quickly run through the group and, and do a little bit of extra focus on the Nordic countries because we are, after all, a Nordic po podcast and we love mm -hmm. our Nordic uh, neighbors. Absolutely. So, do you want to do Group A, Gisli? Sure. I will do Group A. So, uh, in Group A, we have Norway. Uh, uh, what happened there is Norway faced Singapore. And we all know how good, good of a team Singapore is. Uh, I don't know, really, I don't have it in front of me how the games went, but I, I know Norway lost that matchup 5-2. Yeah. I can have it. Yeah. No, but it's, it's it. I think that's, I think it's fine. I mean. Yeah, but uh, all, all their matchups there went 6-1, and one, so that's something. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They yeah. I mean, I four guess... of the games went two hundred something, uh, which they lost, and the one they won 
was 180, 140, and 100 to zero. Also, it uh, looks like it's pretty matchup based. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe a couple of 50 50, but one went one each. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but they do have, I mean, they're round two. So, what they're playing right now is against Hellas, Team Hellas, so the Greeks. Yeah. Uh, which lost to Brazil, uh, six one, and uh, in next week. So again, before we podcast next time, they're matched up with uh, the Czech Republic, which lost six one to Poland. So yeah, they sort of have a chance, I guess, to claw themselves back and and could in round three be two one, which yeah, you know, would probably be unpair with Poland, Italy, and Brazil, who is going to start eating into each other as well. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so I guess I'm the neutral party who can do Group B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in Group B, we, I think, there are, I'm actually going to go through them all because I think this is a surprising group. This was the group where everybody said, okay, Germany's going to win. Yeah. And then there's like a million other toss-ups and all the American podcasts uh, had taken free liquor from you guys so they voted yeah. for you um, yeah. but but germany facing off against lithuania and latvia which is i mean the the team baltic basically team baltics uh i mean i don't exactly know these guys but i'm not they are clearly not in the upper part of uh the sort of favorite lists for this group no no. Uh, but and Germany did beat them, but only for free. And that might mm -hmm. come back to haunt Germany if the group gets really close. Mm -hmm. Peru walloped New Zealand 5-2. Yeah. Go Peru. Uh, Scotland, uh, which I think many people felt that they were the weakest of the um, uh, of the sort of seeded teams, mm -hmm. uh, took down Ukraine 5-2. Yeah, and you guys in Iceland uh, did a real nail biter and Oof. went for free against South Africa. Tell me about it. Yeah. So you are now playing against Peru. Uh, oh yeah. Do you do you really consider that playing? I don't know. How many losses no. do you have so far? Five All games and five losses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, Kisley, if we lose all seven. You owe us beers, you know that. I don't. Yeah. As a fellow that's caption, right. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> unless Absolutely. unless you find a neutral third party who's good at list matching and statistics and such, and have <laughs> him rule that you lost due to bad parents, then maybe yeah. you have a case. I don't know. Well, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> have they been um, close your losses at least? I mean, closer than it's some of them. So, uh, some of them, yeah. Some of them have been close, yeah. Um, but I definitely did lose the pairing. Uh, I, I, I will admit that. Uh, the team captain in peril, he, he snagged me into a trap which I fell quite hard into. I also think the lists you were facing were oh, just yeah. hard to pair into. Oh yeah. oh yeah, we knew that 
we knew that the the list the list they had they it it was a pairing nightmare basically yeah yeah Peruvian lineup is all all spam and and uh, swarms yeah, yeah. Uh, I ran into something similar but uh, we'll get to that but then for mm. week for next week you have uh, Lithuania Latvia yeah the Baltic yeah so either that'll be a fine week for you or um you will figure out why they managed to get free wins on Germany. Exactly. Um, mm. I look I'm, forward to it. Yeah, I, I'm not taking any team for granted. No. I told the guys that uh, there are teams that we do not know a lot about, like yeah. Team Baltic and Ukraine, for example. Mm-hmm. So, and Peru, for that matter, but we knew, I know that the the Peru, Peruvian community is really strong so I, I i knew that yeah but i i don't know a whole lot of a lot about like team politic and ukraine but i'm not taking anything for granted mm-hmm. no, no i'm just saying that uh, uh lithuania latvia and ukraine practically have a border with poland so perhaps that should tell mm-hmm. you something yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh no i don't know okay it, do you want to do group c and uh, winland Hmm. Oh, wait. Yes. Um, Group C in Finland. Yes. Um, so uh, Croatia, Croatia beats Canada. England beats Colombia 6-1. Only lost. Yep. So uh, a guy who played for two months. Yeah. And like what installed TTS the day before? The game, I think. I don't know. I think most mm. of the Colombians have been playing, um, and a lot of their team has only been playing on TTS, actually. I think I heard in ah. a competing podcast. All right. So Ireland just beat Wales uh, for three, and Finland managed to beat the Philippines 5 2 convincingly. That's nice. So they're second, second place in this uh, group C. Hashtag Winland. Yeah. Yeah. And all the good Formula One quotes come in now. If you want to win, hire the Finn, all that. (laughs) Great job, Finland. Uh And now they have uh, Canada. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So that is a tough one. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen before in wars of the past that. Finland just drags people into the snow and, and then they are much better than them, but you know, probably not yeah, against Canada. Wait, wait, to, wait for them to freeze to death. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's going to work against Canada. But who knows? Yeah, good they, point, actually. Canada knows cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perhaps not as. On the other well, hand, they, they, they did do that to Russia and they should know yeah, cold as well. They should so, know cold. <laughs> <laughs> I am on Team Winland. Uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know Absolutely. how they're how they how they're doing so far in this round. Uh, one of the challenges of XTC is that there's not really a good authoritative source. There should be, but there I isn't. I think they're uh, one to uh, there is losing tabletop PO. You yeah, can... but I mean, uh, using my own group, group as an example, people are really bad at updating that thing. Yeah. They are. Okay. I think Winland uh, Winland has one, and Canada has two. Okay. 
that's fine. So for Group D and Sweden, uh, we saw the the first seed Spain have a bye. Now we're into the the two seven nations groups. Uh, Chile beat Australia for free. Good job, Chile. Nice. Hungary beats Malta five two. That I I with all due respect for the for the Maltese's player. I mean they're a tiny nation, so I, I that's not that unexpected. Mm-hmm. USA actually absolutely clappered Sweden six one. Uh yeah. but I do believe that there were quite a few of those games that were quite close. Uh including some Real nail biters like the uh, Carson Ray versus Nicholas God, um, right? Which was like a one hole Lulo running around the board, just winning the game. Yeah, that was. I I, I saw the ending of that game. That was crushing. Yeah. So uh, Sweden has a bye this week, and then they go to face Australia in round three. I mean, if you just been up against the U.S. and you're round freeze Australia, then having a, a week off might not be that bad. No, you have one okay. week to to practice. Yeah. And study the other teams. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so, Gisli, do you want to do Group E? Sure. Sure. So, there we have... Uh, uh, actually, yeah. The Nordic country that is flying there is basically South Iceland. It's a it's a region called Denmark. <laughs> yeah, it's located just north of uh, Germany. Yeah, I would go as and... far as accepting that it's part of the Thule Empire, the Greater <laughs> yeah, Thule course. Empire, which covers all the Nordics. We have offices in in South Iceland. Yes, 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 we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Denmark faced uh, France in round one and did pretty well. Oh. They, they did lose, though, you guys. Yeah, we did. But you managed to win three games and lose four. So yeah. kudos to you. We know the French team is extremely good. Yeah. Yeah, they're a contender. Yeah, I yeah think, exactly. I think we got pretty good pairings. Uh, we then proceeded like the first <clears throat> after four games, we were yeah. one and three. Yeah. Uh, and so to use a tennis expression, they had free match balls on us. Uh, yeah. We got through the first. Uh, we fell in the second, and then we actually mm-hmm. won the third game. Um, yeah. So I mean, I would, if I had before we started the seven games had known that we could go for free against France, then I would probably be satisfied. It is annoying how close we were. <laughs> yeah. We had the two our... games pretty close, huh? Yeah. Also because I mean our free wins, two of them were like really, really big. Really big ones. Two hundred oh, two hundred twenty two. Right. Yeah. Then we had the third win was also decently comfortable. Um one twelve versus fifty three. Yeah. And then we had of of the of the four losses, then we had two, you know, complete losses. But we yeah. also had two quite close games, uh, Very. including that match ball, the second match ball that they won, which was essentially decided by the French player being smart. 
and <laughs> thinking smart. It was not, some might say it was like a 50-50 and he chose right, but I think he had reasons to do what he did and it was smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but now we enter Japan. Uh, like uh, like your matchup uh, experience with, uh, with Peru, Japan was super hard to pair into. They won, uh, they beat Switzerland. Uh, yeah, which is a pretty good team. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, when I talked to France, they were like, mm, we actually think that if everything was very fair, then it might actually should have been Switzerland that had the second seed status. Mm. Uh, mm. Because they did very well in the last physical one. Yeah. Uh, so, but Japan managed to beat them uh, mm-hmm. closely. Uh, in, like in the four free, um, yep. and <sighs> Japan has some really nasty lists to pair into. Uh, a lot of spam, uh, sort of like like what you said, and the most fantastic separatist lists uh, on the planet, which I experienced firsthand today. You can find it uh, here in our in our bots, as the young kids say. As it's, it, was, it's, it was streamed on it, Tulip. It's like super scummy, though. It is the most scummy you can be without being in scum. And it's probably more yeah. scummy than most things you can do in scum. Yeah, exactly. But essentially, it's like Django Mall and both of them can cloak. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. And they managed to get us paired into a Django Sam. And yeah. the Silas Beats did his best, but... Mm-hmm. The math was just not on his side. Uh, he didn't have no. a bid, and that was it. Was it was it was bad. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, as as right now we are two one. Um, the three games we played today, uh, Silas lost. Uh, we we won the two other ones. Uh, but we are also facing the Netherlands next round. Uh, they had Ooh, a bye last week. Tough one. Yeah, uh, they had a bye last week. They are facing. Serbia, I think. Um, this week, yeah, they are. Uh, and let me see. Serbia is current. No, sorry, France is facing Serbia. Um, uh, and Serbia is currently leading two-one against France. So I don't know if Netherlands. I think Netherlands is playing Switzerland actually. Um. And have I think lost one game? Uh, I'm not really sure. So maybe I should stop trying to pretend I know these things. By the way, I see I see people in the chat. They they are they are not happy that Stefan isn't here. Yeah, I see. Uh, oh, yeah. Simon from Sweden sent me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Simon just finished his stream, and um, I agreed with him to try to send everybody over here. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, so I guess that covers the group stage. Um, okay, so shall we do it? Shall we just you know pick some pot winners like all the other podcasts do? Or do we want to do uh, more like Thule style? Thule style sounds nice. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to spend two minutes doing disclaimers here uh, because we're not really sort of gonna pick we're gonna do what we usually do when we talk about whether things are good or bad which is try to see if we can you know do something with numbers 
so uh some time ago it's like probably a year or more uh i was working on a little experiment trying to bring elo to x-ring so for those who don't know uh elo is sort of like a rating system like a score that each player has that uh, determines how good they are and it is it originates from chess uh, so that's how you sort of do do chess, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so it's a number. It uh, in this case it starts at one thousand. When you the first time you sort of show up in the record, you're at one thousand. If you win, you go up. If you lose, you go down. If you win against a much better player, you go up more. If you lose against a much better player, you go down less. Uh, if you lose against a much worse player, you go down a lot. <laughs> so basically what this little machine I built do is that it goes through every single game where we have like individual match records in yeah. 2.0. And then it tries to sort of match people. And there is a lot of things here. So uh, it's very different. You know how many games each each person has. If you have few games, then you're probably pretty close to one thousand. Yeah, and also, I mean, you are facing you're not facing uh, competitors in your ELO rating as well, like like it is yeah. in chess. True, in in chess, and that's why you know ELO is not necessarily perfectly suited for X-wing because you're only no. paired near your ELO. And mm -hmm. also, I would say that uh, list building is a lot easier in chess. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a lot more sort of. It's usually a mirror match, you could say. Yeah, usually. And the bid uh, is sort of. It's initiative right? based. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you switch the bid basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> so, um, also, I will just say before we start, I'm not going to mention the ELOs of individual players. There's a reason I haven't published this, and it's because I haven't sort of fully considered, you know, whether it would have adverse effects to I think it sort would. of put a number on everybody would people start you know entering tournaments of the other names and uh that's it's just there's that's drama potential and that just makes me say no that's not what yeah. i'm here for i don't think that's what the x-men community is about i think for yeah. for top level players i feel it's a little bit different and i still don't publish it i sometimes i let the people know who's on top uh but that's about it um yeah i mean then if you if you crash one tournament you can drop so much yeah funny story we'll get to i think <laughs> yeah. um, why would you want to get to that <laughs> i don't know why? we might need an example and i i can only have one in my head but we'll get to that later yeah. Anyway, that's like so, the fourth t time you use that sample but fine <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i used it on the air yet Anyway, yeah, uh, I should also <laughs> say that very isolated metas uh, can skew the ELO in various ways. Uh, incidentally, this example I have also shows that a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, then there's the fact that people are not necessarily using the same name in every tournament. Uh, PBM does try to be clever. So like, uh, for instance, you guys have all kinds of sort of special outside the normal 25 letters uh <laughs> dings and bobs on yeah. your names 
our PBM just ignores that and turns them into like the closest relevant uh, uh, normal letter, uh, which you will also see if you see your match results, you will see, oh, why did that annoying guy misspell my name? I know I spelled it right Mm -hmm. in the in the form. And I'm simply doing that because in a lot of tournament results, like people will spell Geasley different, usually close enough to see that it's Geasley, but not with the right yeah. kind of I or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, and also PPM does know, you know, like aliases on a few people. So I know like the four or five names that Oliver Pocknell enters tournaments under, for instance, and it will put them all on him. But mm-hmm. on, on most people, I simply don't. So... No. When I went through this and I went through all 38 teams and all their seven main players and looked them up, and if they were there multiple times, then I just took the highest score, which is not completely fair, but at least I'm erring in the same direction on everybody. Yeah. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Uh, also, what I'm going to talk about here is what I call team yellow. So that's basically the, the sum of all seven players put together. Uh, but it doesn't really represent fully the strength of the team because we know that experience with the pairing system uh, and the general sort of strength of the captain uh, as a captain, not as a player, is not accounted for. And also, I'm, I obviously, I'm not accounting for the strength. So what all we're saying now is like our best guess based on this ELO system, which has many flaws, we have sort of <laughs> got one number per country and then yeah. we're going to look at a purely player strength level. What does this number tell us about which countries are best? Yep. Good. So I'm not even going to say the numbers. Instead, uh, I have taken all the groups, calculated the team ELO, and then I've sort of grouped them inside each group. So yep. uh, for instance, if we take group A, then we can see that Poland is like significantly above anybody else. However, the next one on the list is Brazil. And they are also very distinct from the rest of Group A. Then comes sort of like the big lump of Singapore, Hellas, Italy, and Norway. Uh, They are in that order, if you look at the ELO, but they are so close that any sort of inaccuracy (coughs) in the ELO system would probably be noise, right? Yeah. Then we have Malaysia, which again is distinct, and you have Czech Republic with the lowest ELO, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, like significantly below Malaysia. If we look at Group B, then we actually have to put Peru all the way up with Germany. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I mean, they are up there. Um, and also note, you cannot say like the top group of each of these that I'm saying is, you know, comparable to the top group of something else. They're not mm-hmm. balanced across. You can say Germany mm-hmm. and Peru should be the favorites in Group B. Like Poland and Brazil should be the favorites in Group A if you base on player mm-hmm. skill alone. Then we have uh, uh, Lithuania and Latvia. Oh, they did pretty well. Who knew? Uh, and South Africa and New Zealand, sort of these three are like the second tier in Group B competing for yeah. that uh, for that spot and trying to knock either Germany or perhaps more likely Peru uh, out. Then we have Scotland and Ukraine. And at the bottom, we have the people on top, so Iceland. Yeah. And you are, in fact, by this system, you are the worst team 
in all of XTC. <laughs> yeah, so, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm not. I'm. I just. I'm just doing numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to be fair, uh, people should underestimate us. Yeah, yes. people should actually. We, people should we are actually not as, not not think that you will win. Uh, I mean, can you the, can you make the... this can you make this public? So just like <laughs> I am making it public right now. Right? The, the the German team just won't show up. Eh. Nah. <laughs> we'll give them a pity win. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, one of the reasons, of course, and this is the example I came to, is that like Ed is like one of the worst players on your team, and I know that not to be true. You know that not to be true, Gisli. But the problem was that Ed decided that it would be great to go into the Swedish online open and fly free B wings, yeah. and 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 where, and go what O six? Yeah, no, 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 uh, one he, five. He got one a buy. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you've got a buy. True, <laughs> but the buy is not helping you here because no. that oh. doesn't give you a yellow. So you lost five games oh. there, okay. uh, yeah. and some of these games you lost against players who were rated lower than you so oh, yeah. you dropped like 200 points or 150 points or something over those five yeah. games which is a lot uh so obviously oh, yeah. if you decide to go with a with a funsies list you chank your yellow um and the funny thing is that when you then go back to iceland if you then beat people there in yeah. other tournaments then their yellow drops like a rock because they just got beaten beaten by this inferior player who has a sub 1000 ELO. So <laughs> so you're taking the whole island down with you. Um, so this is great. Uh, and I think it illustrates the, the, the potential shortcomings of this system for very yeah. small matters. Yeah, because you're not matched to a close player and yeah. Exactly. Okay. Let's so yeah. So Poland, Brazil in A, Germany, Peru in B. Over in C, it is England and then Canada. Yeah. And, and then as the lone sort of follow-up there, we have Ireland. And in another group below that, at, again, at sort of equally yellow, we have Finland and the Philippines. Then Wales in their own group. And then Colombia and Croatia at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so... This is interesting. I don't think it's. Uh, I think of all the S- South American countries, uh, Colombia is possibly the weakest. Chile or Colombia, whereas you know you can see Peru being all the way at the top, Brazil being very high as well. So yeah. in the group of death, Group D, we have the USA, which not only is far and away the strongest team yellow in all of group d they are also the strongest overall followed by australia who's also in a group of their own you can say and then sweden then hungary and spain spain the defending champions the first seed in this group is all the way down here at number five yeah and then malta and chile at the bottom and finally, in Group E, you have Netherlands out on their own in front. And an interesting thing, remember that Group E was the group that had like three, four frees mm-hmm. in the first round. 
So you have at second place, you have France, Denmark, Serbia, mm -hmm. in that order. And then the bottom group, that is Japan, Mexico, Switzerland. So there's essentially only three tiers in Group mm -hmm. E. It's a very competitive group. I mean, they are not like, there's not all the big country names like in Group D, maybe apart from Netherlands and possibly mm -hmm. France. Uh, so they're not so showy, but they are sort of very equally spread. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, here you go. So uh, uh, by the numbers, we will have Poland, Brazil, Germany, Peru, England, Canada, USA, Australia, Netherlands, and France in the finals. And all of this is pretty clear, except perhaps France, which might have to compete with Denmark or Serbia. So I guess that's our conclusions. And Australia lost their first round, right? Yeah, they mm -hmm. probably did. Uh, By Chile, who was on bottom, right? Or was it? No, I don't think so. Matches. Yeah, Chile won Australia 4-3. Oh my god. Okay, Chile, yeah. I take it all back. You are the greatest. No, the underdogs. It's great to be there. It's great to be the underdogs. I mean, I think this is... It's incredibly exciting. It's a little bit sad that we have to do the whole group stage and there's so many teams. There's like 28 teams that miss out on the finals. And should we have a B final? I don't know. But yeah. Nah, I mean, I uh, I don't think so. It's I think it's fine. Yeah. When it's finished, uh, when the group stage is finished, I think uh, people have other stuff to do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, true. I mean... We have we we have our buy in the last week, so we are sort of going full steam for uh, for six weeks and then a bye week. But I guess mm. in most groups, you just have seven weeks. Yeah, straight up. Okay, so uh, last time <laughs> we also looked a little bit at sort of a higher level of uh, the lists. So what are these lists that people are bringing? And I think last time we did uh, Rebel Empire and Scum. Yep. The original three. The original three. So now going by the official normal regular order, we should probably look at resistance. So for resistance of the 38 lists, then, and I even saw a meme on this, and I think it was in the captain's chat or in the event talk on XTC. People were joking about how many sort of uh, Alessandro uh, resistance beef lists that were around in various variants. And indeed, 22 of the 38 resistance list mm. is this sort of five ship beast, uh, beef. Yeah. And they are spread over a lot of variants. So you have like uh, the classic Bastion, Finn, Jess, Red Squadron, Rose. That's like mm -hmm. six of them. Uh, then there is five that has replaced uh, Bastion with another T70. Uh, mm -hmm. So they have four I-3s and you can fit in a little heroic and stuff. Um, and, and you have some with BP Astromax, I think. Yeah, you have uh, three of the uh, rows and four blue T70s. 
yeah. where you typically have like BBs on the mm -hmm. T70s and you can even fit in a pair of tracers. Yeah. Which is really nasty. There's three of those. Mm -hmm. But there's actually also another three that has that have upgraded the T70s to red squadrons. So three red squadron T70s still rose with Freebio, but then they threw in Sari to get the fifth body. Yeah, and that she sorry has tracers, I think. It's it's a nasty list. Yeah, or you have uh or you instead of Sari, some throws in Merle and three T seventies in rows. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the only really sort of constant here is that there's at least Oh, I was about to say something wrong. There's usually at least three uh T seventies in the list, and you almost always have you always have rows. Yeah. And then you can do a little bit. But that is uh, mm -hmm. way over half of uh, of the resistance list. Uh, we also have a few, like four uh, four ship resistance beefs. Uh, so two of the four red T70s. I think they have pattern analyzer, all of them. So they just pretend to be defenders. Um, or you could go up a little bit, like go something like Jess, Lulo, Poe, Rose, or Elo, Neon, Merle, and a red squadron. So yeah, that's sort of the very the, the most beefy ones. Um, yeah, then we have various kinds of Pro Ray CC. Uh, there's a few people who put in Venny. Uh, Ray is quite popular in a lot of these. Uh, Po Ray, you fly in Iceland. Po Ray uh -huh. Rose, um, Kova Ray CC, a lot of these. We even have one, and I find this interesting. I actually had to call them for quad aces. I mean, we're all used to trip aces, but this is like quad aces. So Po, Sefton, Tally, CC, that fits. Yeah. I guess the A rings are kind of light. But I mean, it is a, an i6 and three i5s. Uh, and the i5s have a great time on target, even if they don't have all the mod things. True. Uh, you also have four, and I think that's the largest major archetype in the resistance. You have four of the ray wings. So typically yeah. ray, tally, cc, and then you can play a little bit with the munitions on the a wings uh, and the upgrades on ray and one Lulo Ray CC. So punch a little bit harder, be a little bit less defensive. So yeah, I guess it's either Ray and something or it's beef. Yep. That's the summary of resistance. Absolutely. And I think both Ray and something and like the beef is, is quite good for a tournament like this. Yeah, I mean, both of those lists have their weaknesses, but you can try to work around them in a tournament like this. This needs oh, more yeah. fireball, I think. Uh, I think I saw one fireball in all of the 38 lists uh, as I went through them and assigned them to all these groups. Um, and that was Jaeger, even. So I could be mistaken. Yeah. There might be a colossal mechanic in there as well. I don't remember. Um, anyway, uh, 
then we can look at um, first order. So for first order, uh, they are a lot more spread out. Um, mm -hmm. Various kinds of malarous swarms are mm -hmm. super popular. So we have like malarous and six FOs. We have eight of mm -hmm. those. We have uh, malarous and free silencers. We have four of those. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, malarous some FOs um, and then either Kylo or Von Rec. Yeah. That's and, and if you take Von Rec, you get four FOs. If you take Kylo, you only get three. Mm -hmm. That is an another four. Um and I think that pretty much covers Malarus. In addition to that, we have one Gideon Swarm, uh flow by the mighty first order of Denmark. Um and I'm actually surprised that it has swung so clearly at Malarus. Uh, he is sort of on paper more attractive, but but Gideon can just oh, if once Gideon works, it's really good. Mm -hmm. um, Sixteen total Malarus swarms. Yeah, that is a lot. We also have five uh, trip aces, uh, and in all kinds of variations, like there's two Kylo Was Runrex. Uh, Kylo is in all of them, of course. Uh, and Von Rick is also in all of them. So basically, it's Kylo Von Rick. There's a total of five of those. And then you either have Blackout, Midnight, Quick Draw, or Rush. Rush, yeah. And there's two with Rush and one with each of the others. Mm -hmm. um, so that's also a, a sort of significant chunk. Uh, oh, and there's one more Kylo Rush one rig down here. I just oh. made a mistake. Oh. So there's six of the triple A's lists. So also popular to use your first order spot for that. Uh, then we have two of the two Upsilons and an Ace. One with Kylo, mm -hmm. one with Hollow. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, beef is a weird word to use for first order. Uh, Generally, yeah. I, I think SF sort of applies. Yeah, they kind of do. They do. So, so yeah. you can do this with like uh, uh, Kylo and three SFs, Kylo and two SFs and two Barons. Obviously, that Kylo is a lot lighter. Or Hollow Rebus free set of squadrons. So that's also SFs. Yeah, it must be. And we also have a, a fast man for SF. So that's some we, of the, easy, we, the beefy we, ones with, with a uh, little bit more ace in them and some of them. I was hoping to see one of those like triple epsilon lists. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Some mad scientists. <laughs> this will work, guys. <laughs> True. And then you have the ones that go more into like ace and mini swarm. And I mean, the line between a mini swarm and beef is like paper thin here. And it, it comes down yeah. to sort of random definitions. So, what definitely counts to me as a mini swarm is like hollow, muse, reavers, and free FOs. Uh, and then you have a hollow, Tina, and free SFs, uh, which is, I believe, Francis. I seem to remember losing to that. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and it's actually kind of beefy because two of the SFs have special forces color. Who the hell is yeah. Tina? Oh, Tina. Uh, TN3465 or whatever her face is. She's the one that uh, if she's within the range one of your target, you can just, you know, put a crit on her and turn any die, even oh, a blank, into a crit. Girl. Okay. Okay. Um, so she is, uh, she's dangerous. Um, and she's Reva's buddy in the lore. Um, like Reva's is the inconvenient witness. And I think what he witnessed was people killing Tina for their own benefit. I'm not sure. I don't read the comics that much. Oh, and we have a photo. Yeah. Gotta respect the, uh, gotta respect the photo. Yeah. We are facing the photo next week. Oh, it's, it's Lithuania politics. Oh, just uh, don't pair me with it. <laughs> don't and then, tell and then them our secret. And then, and then you have sort of like variants of the triple aces where you only do two aces, and then you either put in like a generic silencer or you put in like Revis and an FO, typically next to Hollow, Hollow and Kylo, or you put in Tolson. Um, no, sorry, it's Ukraine that has the has the vulture. It's not next week. It's not Lithuania. Sorry, I, I don't want continue. To that. Okay. So I think that was first order, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So a lot more spread out than resistance. Um, I mean, where resistance was either beef or ray or something, ray and something. Yeah. Then I think first order has a lot more. Sort of variants. You both have the aces. You have all the sort of let's build around a size shuttle. Um, you have some that build around an upsilon and just generic sort of count to two hundred squads. Um, but they're really good. First order has a lot of good ships, so so that works out. Uh, you want to save uh, Republic and um, uh, and Separatist for next time. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we can have a guess about how many um, how many Django Sams will we see. That's uh, <laughs> but Ooh. that's for next time. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, well, I was about to say we are nearly done, but we're not nearly <laughs> done. Still have a little bit left in the tank. Uh, yeah. I think we should look at Bespin then. Uh, it probably even deserves a little bit more time than what we can give it. Uh, will this please work? Come on, OBS. Oh, there you are. So, uh, Bespin. Um, not that many people attended. I mean, the GSP events are, nearly, are usually close to being sold out, but here we ended up at 130. Um, but I think there are like a few high level takeaways. If we start with those, like there was no rebel lists in cut. Um, hello. Um, hello. Is, the, is the meta also upside down in Australia? I don't know. <laughs> But I mean, not only were there no rebel lists there, there was only nine of the 19 rebel lists that brought Hera. And I say only, right? Mm -hmm. And only yeah. five had Garvin. 
and only three had Benthic and Kyle. Now that's the right. three that have Benthic and Kyle may also be the ones that have Garvin and Hera, but at least that's only a maximum of three older beefs. Yeah. Um, I mean, it seems like people, and if you, if you, I'm, I'm just looking at the lists, the people were really trying out different kinds of things, like all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel. if we look at rebels, I mean, there were a lot of cabin angel salads. Uh, but of course, these no, usually they usually come lists. in like oh. groups groups of five, so that that's really yeah. only four lists. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of wedge in the X wing, not so much in the A wing. Um, a little bit of Jake, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, <coughs> so it's like, I think it's surprising. Uh, and they only managed to do like well zero percent cut rate, right? Uh, but only like a 45% average performance. So, yeah, I think that is a bit weird. Uh, but uh, but maybe it's it's a different thing. And I mean, we, we do say Australia, but I mean, it's not really, right? It's, it's more like a time zone than it is a country. Uh, there was surely a lot of Americans who took part still. I don't know how many European players were, but there were some. Okay, um, then otherwise, I mean, you can say Republic had a surprisingly strong showing with about 17% of the players playing them mm-hmm. and free lists made cut, which is sort of about average for, for that cut size. So like a median cut rate, mm-hmm. average performance, not great, uh, but rather small and AC. Uh, average ship count for Republic uh, just under four, three point eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there we see like Obi Wan in the Ada, uh, and Obi Wan in the Delta. So well, this is Obi Wan the faction still. A uh, bunch of Y wings. They did really well with the Y wings. We'll probably get back to that. Um, Anakin in the Ada. Was there Anakin Naboo there to a lesser degree? Uh, other kinds of generic Y wings, uh, Shaq T, um, and obviously the the Delta Seven Ether Sprite Jedi Knights. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Um, it's apparently very popular to do Republic. Uh, the only I thing... mean, it's a it, it's it's a great faction, and everybody should be flying Republic, right? Yes, especially when you're not, because no, no, it is it is a really fun faction. I love it. Um, Twenty one players in the top ten. Only one what? Twenty one Edis in the top ten pilot listing. Yeah. Obi and again Shakti. Yeah, really AC. Um, yeah. and and the they're clearly the Republic here is much more than just seven Bs ban with some flavor, possibly like free mm-hmm. seven Bs and something that's been very popular. Uh, actually, only two of the twenty one Republic lists had seven Bs in them, and one of them ended like really well in the cut, like mm-hmm. top two, and the other yeah. one is around the middle of the entire field. Um, mm-hmm. And and 
we saw Y-Wings are really a thing. We've seen them sort of do decent here and there, and everybody was like, oh, is that a Republic Y-Wing? What is it doing up here? Uh, but they're really there, and I think especially like Shark T combined with a Y-Wings really make a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, so if you look at the entire cut, it, then everything seems like it's slightly off meta, which I think is really fun. Uh, obviously, with the exception of you still see Django Sam and you still see six mobs because that's the other thing that they apparently like in Australia. Um, okay, so should we just dig into the top four? Yep, let's do that. Do you want to start, Gisley? Yeah. Let's see. I don't think you need to read the upgrades here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in top four, we have Jason Chong. Flying Separatists. Flying Django. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's a 198-point list. <clears throat> There's... Mm-hmm. There's the things that is on a Django Sam. This is essentially the exact same build that Silas flies, actually. Oh. It has the false transponder undercoats and, and treacherous. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> um, and he did four wins. So just squeeze in. Mm-hmm. The other top four, Aid? Yeah, that's uh, Jean Yong Lim. Better known and as XY. XY. Um, he is flying uh, Shakti. No, wait, sorry. Uh, Asajj Ventress. Yeah. Uh, decked out with all sorts of goodies. Deadman yeah, Switch, I... Heightened Perception, and Zamazel and uh, Shadowcaster. And then there's Dengar with also Deadman Switch. Greedo, Jeremy being Predator, Punishing One, and RVP ADF. Um, and then Torani Kulda with Cluster, Deadman Switch, and Munitions. Yeah, basic Torani. Yeah. And, uh, Torani, and, Dengar, and, and R- R5TK on Torani. Deadman yeah. Switch, so you can all three. Load up Sam. Yeah. And Deadman Switch on all three of them. Yeah. Um, this i think is he also had four wins uh so sort of sneaked in but i mean i think this, this is, is interesting i mean he had two 200 o's yeah. uh one of them versus uh matt carey who apparently didn't fare too well um mm-hmm. so i mean Interesting strength of schedule for the uh, the twos we have uh, read up. It's, it's, ra- it's rather, it's rather low. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I think they went four and two and got good MOV without really facing, you know, high cut things. I mean, oh. uh, uh, XY's highest placed opponent that he that he fought against is 29th in Swiss. Uh, but oh, notice his game four. So he's flying against basically Starworld. Um, yeah. No, wait. There's no. No, it's not Starworld. It looks a little it's like. It, but, so Dutch with plasmas and bombs and 
Alfred Ashton, yeah. Wolf Raro, and then Garvin, Garvin with Jin. So that must be the Arc Garvin and Hera. Yep. And that mm-hmm. game ended 200 200. <laughs> and XY lost. So that, yeah. I mean, that is mutual destruction. Mm-hmm. Nice. So he probably killed someone with Deathman Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happen. I could think, dude. Yeah, either that or Hera and Dengar killed each other in the last round. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. There's probably a few more overlaps. There's a lot of I4s here that Asajj could have killed. But just look at this list. So Asajj has the double tap potential from Sam. So you can also double tractor things because she gets to shoot twice of it. And she can pull herself up and shoot that tractor token out at I7 with heightened perception. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dengar is just a big sledgehammer that you hit people in the face with until you die. Hopefully you take someone with you at that point. And then Torani just doing Torani things. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting, I think. Um, In second place, we have Lackey Mulcahy flying uh, Shock T, Marksmanship, Auto Blasters, R7A7, so the full sort of let me put two crits in you built without any whistles. And then free Delta 7Bs, Jedi Knights, and a two-point bid. So not that surprising, but I mean, we do see Shock T here. Uh, yeah. Not someone I'm usually sold on, but I mean, they've done pretty well. I mean, he beat Nicholas in round six. Nicholas was flying five Petronaki aces with Predator and Treacherous. Does Nicholas compete in every tournament? Like every so. single one of them? I think so. This is just <laughs> one of those where he decided to fly a suboptimal list. Yeah, exactly. Five Petronakis, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but the real winner and the winner of all our hearts, Gisli. Yeah, that was Virgil Hayward flying Scum and Villainy. So he was flying Han Solo in the YT-1300. He he had trick shots Sam. Crew, Forlum, Greedo, False Transponder Codes, and the Idle. Then Fenrau with Fearless and a Naked Anchor Plat. And then Constable Suvio with Protector Lab. Okay, sorry. I said Naked Anchor Plat. That just sounds. But it's true. I mean, well, he was it's... in. As long as. I mean, I hope he, he kept the blast shields down in front of his windows so his opponent could sit. <laughs> Five yeah. quarter passions. But but how is it, Geesty? Are you a believer in Scum Han or are you one of the naysayers? Yeah, I'm definitely one of the naysayers. But I know he can punch. He can punch pretty well. But he likes to be in, in the rocks. He wants to be in the rocks. Yeah. So you just don't go near the rocks. But I, I think I think this is, everything else. This is like a really good build. Yeah. So he has is, all the sort of standard stuff you put on Han, like trick shot, uh, and the title, 
right? That's yeah. sort of the, the core harm. Yeah, then yeah, we yeah. take this little Samp guy. So when you have the really good shots, you get to have another one, but perhaps even more importantly, uh, you get or, target or locks. Them. Yeah, but I think, at least from my own experience of flying Scum Hand, is that he seems to always be lacking mods. It's like, oh, I did this thing. Look at me. I'm rolling five dice at you, but I don't have any mods mm-hmm. at all. Right. Cool. So Sam helps a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fulham somewhat also helps with that by saying, no, but you can't spend that focus token you have over there. And then Greedo to punch in the crits. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Han Solo is the rodeo clown in this build. <laughs> yeah. He has to do a lot of work, but then you have, you know, you, your, your basic. You do have, you do have Fandral with Fearless. Yeah. You do. That's what I mean. And you I got mean, Han Solo like <laughs> being like this you, massive look, thing. And look, uh, look at me, look at me, look upgrades. at me. Kill me, please. Big shot, Greedo, Zamazel. Oh no, we got to kill him. And then Fenrao, you know, skirts right up from under him and hits you in the face. Yeah, but yeah. then again, I mean, Fen is, ah, he's like a true glass cannon in his own sort of non-panzerglass pan, way. <laughs> but that's why you have the huge neon-colored hand solo in front of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but it's kind but, of it's kind of brilliant. And, and yeah. then you have these two quad jumpers. Yeah, yeah. that everybody hates as well. Yeah, but I, it's I mean, like so, do I kill Han or do I kill the quad jumpers? But yeah. I I just leave Fan alone. But, <laughs> I know what Fan can do. So so you have Suvio, right? Yeah, yeah. And Suvio is like what initiative is he? He's the I four. So you have an I four coordinate. I think Han appreciates that a lot in a lot mm-hmm. of matchups. Um, probably Fen too. And probably Fen too. Yeah. They both really Oh, you're coming that way? I think I'll just boost the barrel fan over there yeah. a little bit. And if I'm doing a blue, I might as well, you know, link it into a focus. And then I can yeah. take a lock later. Uh, or just not be stressed and still do, you know, another reposition. But these two quad jumpers, like um, you can do really weird things with like Uncar because it's you sort of can do the barrel roll if he's bumped to something. And you can even self-bump him, like fly one of your other ships into him and then just at start of engagement, you just barrel roll. Um, yeah, and also, I mean, you have Anker. He can dash out two tractors, right? That's what Anker does. Uh, no, I think they all do that if they're in bullseye. Do they? Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that's a chassis ability. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so let's see. Ankar says, uh, at the start of the engagement phase, if there's one or more ships at range zero, you and each other ship at range zero gains one tractor token. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, aces really don't want to be blocked by this guy. No. Uh, and then you have Suvio that says you can launch instead of dropping a device, but he doesn't have any devices. I'm a little surprised he doesn't have any devices. Uh, Maybe we are missing something. Probably just maybe, for maybe. the uh, I-4. Maybe, do we have, because he has the coordinate. Do I have a, 
I'm, to, I'm, I'm now going to the source. Uh, By the way, you than, can uh, yeah. with, with those two guys. You can you can also nope. actually track their Han solo to a better place if you like. Yeah, in various <laughs> ways. Uh, yeah, uh, I it's mean, fine. Either by having one of them, and it, and it's sort of, but it's not it's not as dangerous as it may sound because no, you can have you know like one of them put two on him, mm-hmm. and then you have all the way until initiative four to decide if you want to put more. And against mm-hmm. most lists, then, I mean, Han doesn't care about having two tractors. They go away at the end of the round and it doesn't yeah. do anything for him. So, yeah. unless you decide to go up. But, I mean, he really crashed it. Like, both him and uh, the uh, the Shakti and Free 7Bs we talked about before, they went undefeated all day mm-hmm. until they met in the final. Yeah. Uh, it's actually rare. We see it's like the top two of Swiss also end up on the final table. That doesn't happen a lot. But I mean, this Han Fen double quad jumper list, they kill like seven spacers. Oh, wow. Guri yeah. Fen Tapusk, Ray Benny, uh, this nasty Ketsu, Genesis Red, Constable Suvio, Sunny Bounder, Spacer list. Mm-hmm. Trip Imperial Aces. They defeated XYs, Asash, Dengar, Tarani. And finally, they beat this Free Jedi Knights with Shock T, holding their tokens and putting yeah. un- unstoppable crits into you. Yeah. Um, so, and I think it is actually the first, um, the first time that we see Han Solo winning um, mm-hmm. a major tournament. So yeah, kudos Scum to Han. Virgil there. Scumhan, um, that is. Yeah, Scumhan. Yeah. 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 There's other kinds of hands, like the mm-hmm. good old handbrake Han. <laughs> Shout outs to Mr. Moody there. But yeah. um, kudos to Virgil. Uh, if you want to hear more about all these matchups and so on, then I can recommend the the latest Flight Better episode where they have him on. They picked him out at top eight and expecting him not to finish because they usually don't have winners on that podcast. I mean, they are the bridesmaid, right? Mm. So, okay. Now, uh, oh, pick up the litter. Yeah. Pick up the litter. Do you have anything, guys? Well, the funny thing is that I would probably... I would probably pick the number one seat. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I need to pick something else up. I mean, something down the line. Um, no, I don't have anything right now. Hmm. And then I think I will do uh, 15 in Swiss, top 16, Catherine Sturgis. Another shock T list. Same build on shock, but instead of having the free. Um, uh, 7B Ether Sprites. Mm-hmm. So you had four Red Squadron Bombers with Iron Cannon turret and Thermal Detonators. <laughs> it's just four Y-Wings coming at you. They want to iron you and you fly past them. They'll throw therm- Thermal Deaths on you. That's nice. <laughs> For various definitions of nice. 
just outside sure. the cut, we have a Talon Bane Cobra. Uh, oh well. Okay, I have a I have a list. Yeah. It's in seventy first first place. It's uh, Vader in the Defender and Whisper with Fifth Brother, Passive Sensor, and Stealth Device. So this list made it. Yeah, he won two games. I just yeah. want to put that out there. John he Hayes. All, he did play all six. Yeah. And I mean, he started the day facing Nicholas. Yeah. And lost. Mm-hmm. Then he 200 owed a seven sick swarm. Yeah. Which is amazing, actually. Then, amusingly enough, Doc Howe came along with his supernatural Kylo and Von Wreck mm-hmm. and beat him over the head. Yeah, with a bit, with a bigger bit, right? Probably yeah. with a bigger bit. Let's assume that. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Vader's still. No, okay, Von Wreck can. Yeah. And then it sort of went hand in hand. Then in the end, he killed a Warthog Swarm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, not bad, all things considered. No, it, it's a it's a great great result since he was flying Vader in a defender. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I was just I, I was just a pass at defender Vader and why he's bad. Why he's bad? I'm not sure he is. We don't know. Maybe he is. What about you, Ed? Are you... Uh, have I scrolled too far, you think? See, where are you at? Yeah, you scrolled too far. Um, I'm at 58th place. place. 58. It has a Ray Poe. Ray um, Poe. Played by Tadesh Moshnik. That's pretty Something good. Like that. And uh, he managed to run a Ray Poe with a deeper bit than I. Oh wow! Oh, One eighty-two. Wow. He has you... the exact same loadout. He's just missing the uh, heightened perception. No, um, yeah, the one that lets you shoot at I seven. Yeah. Oh, does your ray have that? Yeah. Yeah, he's also missing black one, but then he put advanced proton torpedoes on poets. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. it's got eighteen towards. point bid. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It'll it'll be fine. Probably lowest of the tournament. Who knows? Nah. Let's. We can know these things. Oh yeah, the the dark house was only at one eighty eight. Mm-hmm. One eighty two. That is that is stupid. Okay. Well, Fanguri has like one seventy six, I think. No. What? In in here? No, we there's no one flying that. Yeah, okay, because here there's a Fenguri, but there's also a Tapushkin there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. See, there's two Guri here. Uh, okay. Light Guri, Predator, and Virago. And with Predator. What? That was not even advanced sensors on that Guri? Nope. Wow. Okay, Brian Lindemood getting four wins. 
31st place. Yeah, I mean, he got his um, he got his uh, Galaxies invite by flying Guru with, Guru without advanced sensors. Well done. Sorry, Sorry I, I lied to you guys. Pen, like, a loaded Guri and Pen, both without maneuver, is 175. Not, oh, yeah, not okay. 176. So only 25 points. Yeah. No. Okay. Let's uh, move along, I think. Uh, yes. Okay. Thule challenges. Yes. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, so we need to progress. Uh, I finished the chance last time, but we weren't really prepared. So, uh, but this time I have a new challenge to issue. And I thought, I thought a lot about who to challenge. And I was like, ah, Stabby is doing so much streaming. It mm. would be sad to put him to even, And then he's working on top of it. I mean, he's working right now because apparently he has, I don't know if he's flexed all his hours so he can stream more XTC. But he clearly doesn't have time for a challenge. And no, he works. No, he's a night shift uh, every other week or something yeah. like that. Oh, well. Anyway. And uh, I mean, I know how busy it is to be a captain, so I didn't want to put oh, on Beasley it. either. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, since I'm trying to bring through the challenges back to sort of a little bit more content-like things and things that doesn't take for freaking ever, I think you will like this challenge. Aid. No hot sauce. There's no hot sauce. There's no alcohol. There's no singing. Uh, or general ridiculousness. In, hey, uh, if you if you if you want want hot sauce, I have plenty. I have lots of hot sauce. Oh, it's fine. I mean, I guess hot sauce is optional here, so you can do you. So yeah. the new challenge is that for a coming po podcast, preferably the one in two weeks, it should be very doable in two weeks. Uh, you are to run a segment where you go in. And then you find 10 cards that you think should be raised in price. And for each of them, you present your argument why and how much they should be. Oh. And then you also find 10 cards that you think should be lowered in price and, and do the same. So basically, you are like the intern that Hogan hired because he was going on vacation and he needed somebody else to do it for AMG to do that points. Right, right. Okay. Like, is that do a, that. Is it, don't you think that's a good challenge? I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And I limited cool. with 10 cards because originally I was like, okay, just do a points change. Let's look at it. But I was like, ah, it's not very listener <laughs> friendly. And yeah. it is potentially like either you would just pull a Geasley and just say, oh, I've done it. Look, I subtracted 20% or I added 20% of cost to every card. <laughs> also, I put, you know, anything that is not a phantom at 500. Uh, so, so yeah. So, um, consider, why, consider yourself why, why would I want everybody to play phantoms? I, I don't want everybody to play phantoms. Ah, okay, true. I don't really want anyone yeah. to play phantoms. Uh, you want you to fly phantoms. I want to fly phantoms. 
I mean, I don't want everybody else to play phantoms. This has been established. We are getting phantoms it. are for Gisli. True. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people should fly what they want. And just you not... want to fly phantoms. There's not fly... phantoms. <laughs> and I want to fly phantoms. And I mean, that's the that. part I said that had been established. You want I to fly phantoms. Just don't want everybody to fly phantoms. So FFG, I'm sorry, AMG doesn't see like, oh, we got to do something about that. Yeah. You don't want them to realize that the Sigma is still. I don't want to say massively undercosted because that's overstating it. No, but it's not. The Sigma is still competitively costed. I'm not sure about that. Are you saying but... that you are in doubt whether your I4 can cloak, has two tokens every turn, and can take discipline and other things mm -hmm. at 48 points? Is competitively 49? 40, 49. Uh, yeah, with discipline. Mm -hmm. <sighs> okay. Um, I should almost just challenge you to, you know, to go to a tournament and take quad phantoms with discipline. Uh, maybe yeah. it will do that. That might knows. be my. <laughs> that might be my challenge. <laughs> but we, we need we need to do it at a time where the tournament is around the corner because otherwise we'll just right. be stuck up on not doing fully challenges for a while. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so. Do we have anything else? Or should we jump to shoutouts? Let's do shoutouts. Yeah, I think so. I think it's good. Great. So who wants to start? You start. You have all the list. <laughs> all the list. So, okay. Uh, first of all, I want to shout out to all my teammates. You guys are doing a terrific job. Also, you wait. Huh? Even though you lost. I'm one and one. Yeah, I know. I, I blame my captain for the second one. <laughs> I'm you sorry. Did... I inspired that, Gisli. I'm sorry. You, you did the mistake in the game. I didn't. Uh, you want to talk about this a little bit? <laughs> 70, 30 pairing is not a mistake? Uh, it's um, just a under-the-bus kind of thing. So. Uh. Well, I threw everybody under the bus in that pairing, probably. Ah, incoming beers for us, then. <laughs> no, I didn't throw. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, also want to shout out to uh, all of Team South Africa. This was a brutal matchup, and they have some great players there. And Kevin, their captain, he's, he's amazing as well. I mean... We had a light nudge in one of the games. We had to call out a judge, everything. And we actually, the reason why we wanted to call a judge is because we differentiated from, uh, yeah, basically, I wanted Iceland to lose the game. He wanted South Africa to lose the game. And he was <laughs> the one playing. And he won the judge call. So you won the yeah, game. He, yeah, he, he, won, he won the judge call. Uh, so, so super and, fair and wholesome super fair and wholesome and by that I also want to shout out Filippo Bosi Piffo who, who did the judging and I, I gotta say I still feel a bit nauseated about the ruling did, did he give anybody <laughs> penalty points? no 
He should have. I mean, he should have yeah. given one to each player and one to you. Sure. Then, then the other, then the the other captain should have gotten a penalty point as well. Absolutely. Kevin, so the Kevin should have two. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, want to shout out Team Peru. Um, I wrote here. Let's see if Iceland can do anything to get wins. And stole their swarms and spam. And I gotta say, it's looking pretty grim at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, let, yeah, let's see fine. if Iceland can win at least one game against yeah. Team Peru. There's still yeah. hope. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's I, fine. I, Peru I, is really strong because they'll just beat Germany, and so the uh, battle for second place will be between Iceland and Germany. Oh, yeah, true. It's fine. Do you really want to battle Germany for second place? Yeah. <laughs> I'd take that fight. Sure, okay. It'll be fun as hell. They do have better lists for us to fly against, I gotta say. They yeah, it's in the back. <laughs> <clears throat> Hashtag worst team in XTC. <laughs> are, are you saying that, that Peru is not a tiny meta with a tiny ship count? With a tiny ship count? No. Do you want me to count? No. They've got like 40 ships in seven lists or something. Exactly. That's why they match up so great against you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So are you done, Kisley? Yeah. Steppy, you want to weigh in? No? Okay. I'll go then. I will shout out Brandon Carter of South Africa. Uh, Terrific, terrific uh, guy to play against. And gave me a massive run for my money, although I managed to beat him in the end. Um, I was clearly favored to win that match. And uh, also to the rest of the South African team. A bunch of good guys. So, and second shout out is Juan Carlos Ruiz and the rest of the Peru team. That was. Equally tilted by matchup, and I lost that ah, lovely game. And by boost. still thinking about it, <laughs> yeah, by a boost, lost by a boost. Um, uh, and then I am going to shout out the mythical creature called Jesper. Great thinking. So, uh, I want to start by shout outing Steppy, who could be here tonight. Um, yeah. We've done a ton of work of bringing everybody all the games, and mm -hmm. I don't know how many games he streamed, but but a lot of them. And uh, yeah, I, he has been commentating a lot. Yeah, yeah basically, and a lot of other streams as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's been on Fearless Gondarks, and I don't know where else he's been, but yeah, yeah. very good. Uh, I'm gonna stream my first game in a few on on the Thule under the Thule brand here in in a few days. So. Uh, Saturday nice. morning, ridiculously early. So, and then uh, warm shout out to uh, to Nicholas Durand and Team France. We had some super nice games, and it was very very friendly. Nicholas and I did a lot of the streams together. Mm -hmm. I think I commented on all but one of our games, and he was there for maybe five of them. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, 
lots of fun and it was some really good games so uh go france uh and equally heartfelt uh shout out to joe uh and the rest of team japan uh we still have four games to go uh and it's really cool to play against you guys and takes a lot of effort and probably more on your part i guess uh with getting all the time zone things in i hate time zones but it's all worth it for joe and his gang so yeah and a special shout out to uh, steven Weiland, uh formerly of the blast doors who is my secret weapon and uh i thought i was pretty good at this pairing game then i practiced against steven and you know what i got a lot better and uh, he just oh. cracked that nut for me. So, nice. um, so that is that is so appreciated. Uh, and finally, of course, to the Danish XTC team, all seven main players substitute, and all the supporting staff in the back, who is you know helping me and who is just doing generally great, uh, being good sports when being thrown under the bus. Uh, particularly good sportsmanship to be thrown under the bus and then win 200-0, I would say. Uh, please do that more to Abjan. Um, <laughs> but to all of you, it's been great. I'm so happy being your captain. You make it easy. Aww. Aww. Oh, and Hokan, of course. Who can forget to shout out Hokan? Uh, we should have him on sometime. Maybe we should find a really high-profile guest. That tends to attract him. <laughs> so do you think? Do you think if if, to... if if one of us, if if either Denmark or Iceland wins the XTC and we have like a celebration podcast, do you think that will qualify? He would uh -huh. definitely show up. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> like uh, part of you, but, but there has to be some. There has one to be some you. kind of controversy be, behind it for him to ask his. Uh, hard-nosed uh, journalistic questions. True. Oh, and I forgot something under the news. I'm going to do late news. I got my first shot of the Freedom Juice. Oh, nice. I think me and Gisela are uh, late June. Yeah, like in two weeks or something. Yeah. Great. Awesome. We ha I have no idea what, what I'm getting. If I'm getting I one, one, one or two shots or something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah if it's Pfizer, so. Woohoo. <laughs> we won the lottery. I'm getting the Pfizer. <laughs> yeah, I also got the Pfizer. Do you have uh, do, is, uh, the other one still in use in Iceland? Yeah. Yeah, AstraZeneca, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and Jensen. So. Yeah, we pulled those, yeah. those two are pulled from Denmark, so it's only really Pfizer and Moderna. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you can sort of you can call somebody and get in through to a hotline. And then they will explain all the risks, and then you can can get the other ones sort of out of sequence if you really want to. But yeah, cool, cool, cool. cool. Anyway, get vaccinated. Get vaccinated so we can get back for tournaments, tabletops. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I gotta say before we finish, I do like the TTS tournaments. 
especially coming from a smaller community. I do like yeah. that I, I can fly against players all around the world in a tournament. I think absolutely. I think so um, I, I'm ho I'm hoping it won't completely stop. No, I I really hope that especially something like XTC will continue mm -hmm. uh, in a virtual capacity. I also really hope to get to like a huge team tournament in person because I cannot mm -hmm. imagine anything that would be more fun than that. Oh yeah, but uh, but it would also Definitely at the same time it would yeah especially in Poland with low prices and good beer <laughs> and I mean that's, yeah that's the perfect place to have it. Uh, yeah, but uh, but I would also, if that was the only way that XTC continued, I would be a little bit sad for all the uh, all the outside Europe players, basically. I mean, yeah, especially sort of South America and, uh, and Southeast Asia, uh, mm -hmm. I guess, because that's like really expensive and really hard. Yeah. Uh, uh, to, to just go to Poland for four days in the middle of a work week. Mm -hmm. So, on the other hand, I do hope that when they do it physically, that they perhaps consider not doing seven-person teams because that is a very high bar to climb for a small country. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. I mean, even if you wanted to travel to Poland, do you think you could get seven Icelanders to travel to Poland? No, I'm not really sure about that. No, I think we would have to do like a team Nordics or yeah, team Iceland and Denmark or something like that. Ice Mark, well, Ice Mark, Ice Mark, Finland, the unified countries of uh, of, so of southern <laughs> Iceland and northern Denmark, yeah, or something. Kalmar reborn. Uh, I mean, that's many. That we we all figure something out. Yeah, I like Diceland. Diceland. Okay, <laughs> I, I might be in on that. <laughs> <laughs> but then we are obligatory required to only fly free agility swarms. <laughs> oh. Okay, I think I think that was our sign that uh, yeah. that the podcast is about to end. Yeah. So, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. And thank you all Bye. for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed the show. Bye bye. Who needs that?